Hey guys, can we have a quick podcast meeting before we start the show? Of course, Martin Scornady. We always have time to chat with the guy who invented holding hands with the person you love. Yeah, Martin Scornady. Chatting with you is sweeter than sugar plum pizza. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine. That's nice, but I made a mistake for the first time in my entire life. Make your lips silent, you charming seaside resort. You've never made a mistake, and you never will. Yeah, you charming yet affordable seaside resort located on the breathtaking shores of Beauty Island. You're too cool to ever make a mistake. I know. But last week's intros were slightly incorrect, and now I've become the target of an online harassment campaign. In order to save myself and my loved ones from certain death, I've had to rewrite the whole thing. So go ahead and open up your new scripts, and let's start the show. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate, and I'm one of the lesser-known Spider-Man villains. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, what's your bad guy name? The Mean Lady. Mm, Good name. Thank you. What's your power? Thanks for asking, dum-dum. My Mm. power is being really mean. How does that work? Pretend to be Spider-Man. Oh, hell no. I'm not doing it. You do it, Brent. Fine. Hello. It's me. Spider-Man. What's up, Spider-Fart? Hello, mean lady. Are you farting inside your suit and then breathing in all that fart air? No, mean lady. I'm not farting in my suit. Oh, so it smells... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so it must just be your breath that smells like farts and butts. Is this it? Is this your whole thing? I also post pictures online where I look really good and everyone else in the picture looks horrible. (laughs) Speaking of guys who breathe in their own farts, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Brentulance? Thank you, Catherine. I'm Brent, and I'm a sweet little kitty cat. Oh, I, I thought you were a grumpy old man. Yeah, I thought you were a really grumpy old man with snow on the shingles, but uh, not in the basement. No, I'm an adorable kitty cat who likes drinking milk out of a bowl and sticking a full fish in my mouth and then boiling out a fish skeleton. <laughs> and I'm Nate. Let's start the... No, no, I'm not done yet. You have to ask me more questions. Honestly, I don't really have any questions. Yeah, I, I've got all the information I need. No, you got to ask me what kind of cat stuff I do or else I just say I'm weird. That all seems kind of private. To be honest, I wish I could erase a little bit of what I've already heard. Don't do it, Nate. Do what? Don't you dare play the intro music. what it sounds like when we do a podcast we're currently doing one this is the north american friends movie club and in the name of our show is a secret about our priorities some keen-eyed listeners might notice that friends comes before a podcast so i gotta ask my two friends how we doing 
How are we doing? Um, I'm not too bad. I hope everyone's holidays were safe and wonderful and great. But we can't really answer that because we're kind of recording this ahead of time. So the people that are listening, I hope that your holidays were great. Oh, it's true. Um, I made a major life decision <gasps> after um, some repeated offenses. I've decided to throw away the offending water bottle. <gasps> Ooh. Did it to myself again the weekend. Did you really? Yeah. Trash I, that I, shit. I felt super sick, like low energy. My chest hurt. Um, kind of hard to breathe. And I was like, I just got over COVID. I was just feeling good. What's wrong? And I checked the water bottle and it was wasn't good. <gasps> I took the little plastic ring out inside, no. the rubber ring, and it was black ah. and gunk around it. And I in the inside I couldn't I couldn't get out the there's black gunk in that too in the little bubble holes on the design. And I said, you know what? This what am I doing? What am I doing? I don't need to do this. So what's the plan now? Is it uh get a different vessel for your water no. or just be dehydrated? Just be no, dehydrated. Done. I got glasses only. Oh yeah. glasses only. So glasses only. Can I suggest a container for you? That would be great. So you get an insulated cup, but you don't put the top on it. So it keeps it cold, cold, and the hot, hot. I don't care about the temperature, though. Okay. I was. (laughs) (laughs) I was. I wasn't doing. No, I don't put it in a bottle for it. The only reason I was putting it in the container that I had it in was because it held a lot. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't spill if I knocked it over. Okay. Um, but it's not worth my health. I don't understand why you're not washing your cups more frequently. I don't know. I don't have an answer. No, I totally understand. It's one of those things that it doesn't get, like you get a plate with uh, some ketchup and mustard on it, you know it needs to be washed. There's no question in your mind. But a water bottle, that thing looks clean all the time. So... It's the Mio. It's that you're using the sugary mm-hmm. in the water, I bet. So it might just be, if you're doing that, you have to wash it more frequently. But I bet you but could just do water in there and this would not happen. Now, after seeing what I took out, I used a butter knife and scraped the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was very a small amount of jam. It was like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And then I so I stopped on Sunday and the next day immediately went away. And the next day you set a high jump record. <laughs> I I feel yeah, like I feel like I could be like the the extra player on a curling team or something. Okay. I feel that good. Okay. And I Is that um the, what? Is that so Canadian? Well, I, I, it was a, a kind of a play, a joke where I, I felt athletic, but not too athletic. Oh, I yeah, see. Like okay, not gotcha. even Not even athletic enough to be on the team, but he's like yeah. the That's first alternate. That's why I was confused. That's it was actually confused. a very well-crafted joke yeah. um, that I did on the fly. Yeah, you I'd, know, say you curled, I'd say you curled that joke right in there, Brent. Yeah. Uh, and your was, best uh, jokes are the ones that you explained to me. Mm-hmm. That was a skip, <laughs> skip of a joke. Um, so I feel great. I have tons of energy. I smoked um, a little bit of uh, weed last night. What? Oh, medical cannabis. <laughs> I know. For the first time in a very, 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 very long time. I haven't been sleeping well. 
And so I decided to uh, Choke partake. It up. I did, and I went to bed, and I started having like weird thoughts. And I'm like, this is where I hate weed, because I always get super uptight about the weird thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I just laid there, I let everything relax, and I just went with the thoughts. And I ended up judging a chili competition. Oh, in your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh, who, who won? I don't know. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I just I remember I started judging a chili competition, and then I was like, "No, this is where weed fucks me up. I'm getting stupid, stupid thoughts." Why is and that then a I said, stupid just go with thought? it? Because it's because I started getting panicking. Like, what if I don't pick the right winner? And I started getting anxious. Oh my god! <laughs> so I just said, "Let's relax. Let everything just go." And I could feel my mouth open wide, and my butt relax. And my feet relax. There you go. And I just went with it. And then I ended, I ended up tasting like five bowls. Okay. So were these were these like intrusive thoughts of chili? Or like were you imagining like, and the next bowl I would try would be a little bit soupier with less beef and beans or like. It was a whole scene played out in my head. The competitors were there. They presented me with their chili. Mm. They talked about the chili. What they did, recipe-wise, I tasted the chili, didn't give them a score or a mark because it was blind. It was going to be, at the end, I would give them my favorite. And I did like five bowls, and then I fell asleep. That is fascinating. So, I, I, I chalked that up as successful. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, lay yeah. there for hours and just toss and turn. I, I, I got high, and I judged chili competition and fell asleep within 20 minutes. That sounds perfect. I so I feel like I'm going to do it again tonight, and I'm going to see what happens tonight. I'm just going to let I see. I just I'm going to let it. What do if it's thing. like I'm a let, pie pie competition? Mm, then I'm going to say I have problems with food. I I uh, I do, and I hope it is a pie contest tonight. I I will let if if it, it will be funny if I do end up judging another food contest tonight. But this is my problem with weed is I always fight where my brain wants to go. Yeah. Because on a good day, when I'm just normal myself, my like we can admit after forty some episodes of this show, you guys know me for ten years. My brain works a little weird. I have weird thoughts. I have weird things to say. I don't really have a filter. I just say shit, and mm-hmm. I don't really think it out. But it usually works out because I have a good heart. However, I, when the weeds kicks in and the, the thoughts get amped up, I always try to fight them. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that anymore. No, no, I think they're. I think there are favorite things about you or is your weirdness. So anything that kind of kicks that up a notch and also allows you to relax, I'm all for. And I, th- and I think everyone listening, no matter how old they are, should do some drugs. So try some drugs. Go I feel with like it. maybe you should wait you. until you're in your mid twenties and then experiment with drugs. It's totally totally uh being a fake phony person for her little daughter listening to this 10 that years from now true. that is not true that is not true oh you were honking on bobo way before that <laughs> oh yeah. i want her to be my goal is to help her be a better person more easily than i was and mm, i'm all for damn. her experimenting with marijuana and i hope she does it a little bit later than i did Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I probably should have waited a little longer. That is true. It's <laughs> probably true. <sighs> I um, and my last thing is shout out to uh, Hank for tagging me on an, an article about a woman who was hospitalized four times for mold, 
with their water bottle, which um, was a sign, which was a sign from the heavens that I made the right choice. Uh-huh. I made the choice to quit the water bottle, and the next morning I woke up, tagged in an article about mold infections. It's funny because you were feeling thirsty, so you were digging through the trash trying to find your water bottle, and then you got that article, and you're like, "No, stop! Yeah. Look at what I've become." Yeah. <laughs> it's like that that picture of Jesus holding the heroin addict's arm. Trying to get the needle from him. Yeah, <laughs> I've never that's seen it, true. but I can imagine yeah. it. Yeah. I have a good imagination. I will, uh, <laughs> I will post it in the group. That's what that article was that's for you me. And was your Jesus water trying to untie the tourniquet <laughs> from my arm? Yeah. So I mean, uh, this is will be this will air between Christmas and New Year's. So yeah, big cheers to no more mold infections in our lungs. Twenty twenty four. No mold. No more. How are you guys doing? I well. If we're friends, and we are, I'm kind of struggling because I accidentally hurt Nick's feelings. And oh, no. I know. And it really sucks when you like, nev- like you never intend to hurt someone's feelings and then something just happens or you're, you say something the wrong way. And I just feel like crap about it. But so that's how I'm doing. Kate, Kate. <laughs> I would like to say I am very proud of you for saying that because it's been my experience in life, uh, especially with adults, that they're very reticent to admit when they have made a mistake that hurt somebody else, that they'll do basically anything they possibly can do to justify it and do anything they can not to apologize and just to say, ah, fuck, I fucked up. That's uh, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for that. Thank you, Nate. That helps a little bit because it does not feel good. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It's it extremely sucks. Yeah, but Nate went in blind with the, with the with the praise, not knowing what you did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going to go in and say that I'm proud of you, not knowing what you did. Smarter. <laughs> what I have recently learned after my divorce and everything is that like maybe I'm not good at relationships. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've gotten a lot better at being with Nick, who's amazing. Um, like I've gotten a lot better at being someone's partner, right? And I'm uh-huh. still having to learn how to be a good partner. Like I don't, I, I just. I can I say something then about it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've known you a very long time. And I've known you before and after your relationship with Jag. And I could say that I've never seen you this happy and this well mentally, physically put together. Uh, I'm not going to say physically because that sounds perverted. Um, Mentally and emotionally put together. And I'm pretty sure we've done 40 some episodes of this show or 40 or 39. And you've mentioned Nick in every single one even if it made the recording or not. So I know you're very much in love. And I know you're a very great partner. And I know don't be too hard on yourself. And that you're, I'm proud of you for apologizing. You guys, I, I would, thank you. I would like a partner who says as many nice things about me as you say about Nick on this podcast that then I cut out so that nobody knows that we're genuine, nice people. <laughs> yep. Thank you, guys. Oh, no, that makes me happy to hear that because I try really hard. How are you doing, Nate? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm back to uh, normal Nate. Uh, 
things are stressful. Like this is the busiest month at work by far. And my sister's going to come home in a few weeks. So I'm trying to get sort of everything lined up for when she arrives home. And other than that, emotionally, I'm medium and physically I'm medium. And uh, yeah, I'm just medium. I'm a medium guy right now. Yeah, back That's to medium. Wonderful. How's Valhalla? Uh, Valheim, Valhalla. things are progressing very well. We've, we've uh, entered the Iron Age in Valheim. We're now building iron tools. Uh, I constructed a bridge yesterday, a beautiful bridge, uh, combining different angled woods to make an arch. And I was very proud of myself uh, with the uh, arch that I made. So that's where I'm at with that. Oh yeah. Do you get to choose how you make the arches? Like you design it? Uh you get two uh arch angles. You get a 26 degree and a 45 degree and I and mm. I actually made a combination of 26s and 45s Ooh. to make a, a unique arch, a unique arch, not just uh not just a peak. I'm a, I'm happy wow. for you. Yeah, I really like to, I find it very uh, enjoyable to uh, build a house in video games. I, I, uh, if I ever uh, decided to start a new career, I would start a Twitch channel where I just try to build a house in all the video games of the world. That's a fun idea. And if anyone steals that, I'll fucking, I'll build a house over your grave. Over your grave. Um, What were they called? Mazel, no. A a mausoleum. Mausoleum. I will build sure. you a mausoleum. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I knew we were going to be going to build building stuff like that in Valheim because you built a bridge between our hearts 10 years ago. That's true. Oh, damn. That's true. Nice transition. You live in Thank a mansion you. in my heart. Yeah, you live in a, a big mansion in my heart. Uh, what a transition. And speaking of transitions, Brent, why don't you tell us what movie we watched this week? Speaking of heart conditions, <laughs> we watched a movie containing the most popular figure, I believe, in modern art. Okay. Coming out with haymakers. <laughs> you have to when it comes with this character. Mm-hmm. And he basically he's told more about life and his story. Um, than anybody has. I believe his story, his little hour and 45 minute story, tells more about uh, humanity than the Bible, any edition, uh, Genesis, whatever, ever could, or any kind of a philosopher. And that movie is The Grinch, um, starring Jim Carrey. And a little tidbit is, I remember how I gave a shout out to the person who tagged me with the water bottle? Mm-hmm. Well, as we're recording this episode, um, uh, just uh, exactly maybe 20 minutes ago, Merriam-Webster, ever heard of them? Oh, I've heard of them. <laughs> they posted today's word was the Grinch, and its first known use was in 1996, or 1966, and then followed that up with the first known use of Grink was in 2019. Oh! <gasps> Oh my God! He's no. made the dictionary. No, he invented no. a word. No way! Are you serious? So I'm serious. So I feel like between the water bottle getting tagged in that, and now Grinch, your Grink becoming a thing, 
on the episode while literally while we're recording the episode of the Grinch. Also, God's trying to tell me something. I'm doing something right. You are. You are. Yeah. You have the Lord's blessing in all of your ways. I wish the Lord would get rid of my heartburn right now. That's Mm -hmm. a little favor he could do. Mm -hmm. Um, He did invent Tums. That is true. So I feel like he's doing really good for me. I'm sorry about my dog barking in the background. But yes, we did do the movie uh, The Grinch starring Jim Carrey and um, Catherine. If. I'm pretty sure everybody knows the story of the Grinch, but why do you fill people in that don't? Well, I will tell you the plot of this film. So the Grinch, uh, it, so there's, we're in, we're living inside a snowflake. So the movie starts and we're going small, small, small inside a snowflake. And that is, uh, in the snowflake is the town of Whoville, where all the Who people live. And the baby baby who's come at night and on Christmas Eve a a baby that did not look like the other who's that was all green and hairy came and that was the Grinch and the Grinch was treated poorly because he looked different than all the other who's and so he banishes himself after having his love spurred by his uh romantic interest in elementary school he lives in a cave up on the mountain and he eats uh, the leftover foods and whatnots of the Whoville people and so one Christmas he comes down and uh, meets Cindy Lou uh, a small Whoville citizen who teach who sees in the Grinch that he does have a heart and that he is sweet um, and she recommends him to be the uh, Christmas Meister, the head of the Christmas celebrations of Whoville, which he is elected. And then the same people that made fun of him as a child uh, embarrass him greatly during that ceremony. So he retreats back into his hidey hole where he creates a plan and then he goes and steals all of Christmas from the Whovillian. So the foods and the decorations and everything. And what he learns is that what everyone learns actually because of Cindy Lou is that Christmas is in your heart. The Christmas spirit has nothing to do with decorations or food or presents. It is actually inside our heart. And the Grinch learns that lesson and his heart grows two, two sizes large and it's very painful. And then he gives all of the Christmas back to the Whovillians and he, uh, he and Christine Baranski uh, are now lovers. Yet, very Perfect, well done. Perfectly done, Tad. Perfectly done. You, 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 you threw in a lot of words there, like Whovillians, <laughs> and I said, "Oh my!" I said, "Oh my goodness, Whovillians!" It's showing pro- proper respect. That's all. <laughs> no, I just think you know after. 40-something episodes, you've become, you've really grown into a true movie professional. That's all I want to say. Wow. Thank you. What a present. I do what a Christmas present to, from Nate. Not to uh, give, uh, throw some uh, water on this fire of love that we have here. Um, it's Cheermeister, not Christmas Meister. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm, you know, but Christmas Meister was pretty fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I knew it sounded wrong, to but I knew Meister yeah. was right. So thank you. Props to me for not interrupting. Thank you. Yeah, very proud of you, Brent. Thank you. Thank you. Shall Um, we talk about our favorite parts? 
the transition queen continues her run. <laughs> yeah, she's on, she's on a roll here. She's on a roll. Ba-ba-da-ba. Uh, my first note, uh, this movie starts with uh, narration, and the narration is done by returning champion from several films, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Tone Hops is back at it again, and yep. my first note is Tone Hops will do anything. This man will literally <laughs> do anything, and I respect that a lot about him. You know, you've got some very fancy actors like Daniel Day-Lewis who are like, I will do one movie every three years, and I'll be grumpy about it. And then there's uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, who's like, yeah, sure, I'll be Garfield's imagination or whatever the <laughs> fuck you guys are going to pay me to do. Like, <laughs> I like to think that Tony just likes to act, that he just really enjoys yep. his job. No, he's the Shaquille O'Neal movies. He'll do whatever, whatever. Yeah, so show me the check. Yep. I respect it deeply. The teens that were climbing up to his house to impress the girls. Mm-hmm. Um. Not, I was just, I was thinking like, okay, this is why he, the Grinch gets a bad rap because he's, everyone thinks he's mean. But if, imagine like teens were outside calling me a stinky old man Murray and mm-hmm. I was in the tub and I could hear them. Mm-hmm. Like that, I get out of the tub and yell at them. Proper thing, but then I come out as the bad guy. Right. Yeah, I, I think there's been two moments in this month alone where I've had a bit of an identity crisis. This, that moment there and the Home Alone stuff with the shovel guy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm getting to be the age mm-hmm. where yeah. if young people witnessed me operating normally, they <laughs> might think I'm a weird, scary weirdo. <laughs> yeah. That's all it takes is one one slip up, and then you got the nickname in the neighborhood. Because I'm like, I'm like going out to my garage for hours at a time watching movies loud where they're screaming and explosions. Like they have no idea what's going on in here. I could be up to all sorts of crazy shit. Even that, even if they, you explained it, it's still weird behavior. You yeah. go out to a garage to watch movies. You're that weirdo. Guy. I got yeah. a podcast. Do you want yeah. to listen to my <laughs> podcast? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's with I, another Canadian man and an American woman. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just, I, I'm becoming aware that I gotta, I gotta move a little differently through the world if I don't want to get a nickname like Garage Guy, you know? Yeah, you can't shake it either. Garage you, You'll Grinch. never be able to shake it. And you can't explain it. The more that you try to explain what you're doing, the oh, weirder the worst you are. Gets. The worst. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Brent, don't you wear a Grinch t-shirt? You're kind of taking the mantle on of being associated with Oh, I with don't care if people think I'm... Grinch-like activity. The Grinch is awesome. I don't care. If people want to call me Grinchy Murray or whatever, I don't care. That's fine. I just don't want to be a weirdo guy mm. in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like I, like old man Murray, don't go near his house. He'll try to get you in the pocket. It's something like that. Yeah, like I don't want to He'll be He'll make you guy. drink the moldy water. Yeah, oh, he should yeah. see his water bottle. He does, There's old man Murray. He does <laughs> like the story about my moldy water bottle Murray. and all that. That's why he limps. Look, no, I don't need that. Oh, you got to be careful. We're at that age now where we got to be careful socially with the kids in the neighborhood. We don't do anything out of the ordinary to get the nickname. That's right. And you, Kate, don't you think you're above it either? Because you could get one very easily. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. All you have to do is like just one night commotion out in the front yard and you go out there in your nightgown oh yeah you're finished oh. yeah, you're finished 
That is low-hanging fruit. Nightgowns are low-hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. I think it's grosser with guys, though. I think it's more likely that you'll be considered perverts or something. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, yeah. Guys yeah, are grosser than women. So um, I've just I've decided that the the um, I don't know what the correct word is. The aesthetic of Whoville is like bubblegum steampunk. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I have to agree with you deeply because about. 70% of my notes include the word cog. So got it right I, here. This, gear and cog paradise. Got it right I, here. I, said, I got in cog heaven, like hog heaven. You know, I wrote that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wrote cogs in the mailroom. And then I just have a list. Gears, cogs, dials, pulleys, levers, springs, steam. We've got it all. That's in this awesome. Room, folks. This, is, this is like a Valheim paradise. There's so many building materials laying around. Mm -hmm. And they're all that no one believes in casings or cabinets to cover up their work. They just put the mm -hmm. work on display. Yeah, I like it. Also, I noticed that they have all of these like uh, bridges or like walkways that don't have any railings and it's covered with snow. And it's surprising that there's not more injuries. You know, they have like, did you, they've got like stairs and then it's straight and then stairs down, I guess, to go over the sidewalks or like. Mm -hmm. I didn't mm -hmm. like that though. It made me a little nervous for them. There's a lot of wiggly woggly uh, lines in this movie. Yeah. Not a lot of things built to code. We'll say <laughs> no, no. Did you no. like the gun that Christine Baranski shot and put the exterior mm -hmm. illumination on? That's really it was did. awesome. It was so hot. It was very hot. The way she, <laughs> this is. No, I, I agree with Brent. I'm supporting him a hundred percent. Not even. Yeah. A hundred percent. Those legs and that gun, like, Sign well, okay, good. I'm glad you said that. I was going to say, be careful what you say, because I haven't mm -hmm. finished yet that you mm -hmm. support it. But I'm glad you brought up the legs. The way she grabbed the gun and spread her legs and oh then God. bounced oh my was God. extremely erotic. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. There's no denying and I, it. And I enjoyed every second of it. And <laughs> I think that was so... It was one of the sexier things I in film. I am literally blushing. I don't know why this conversation makes me so uncomfortable. Because it was hot. And you know it was erotic. You yeah. know. Yeah. The way she... It was sexier was than anything in Dracula. 100%. Oh, no And I'm way. a Dracula guy. No These way. are my two guys. These are my two figures. <laughs> Dracula and the Grinch. <laughs> 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 these like that's the question like when they say if you could have dinner with anybody live or dead it's dracula the grinch myself <laughs> and i would throw a woman in there for allyship yeah um but throw her in it there, was yeah. yeah it was way sexier than thinking dracula when out rider can get fucked after seeing uh sandra oh, baranski christine it's not christine good she, job yeah thanks she uh she grabbed the thing, took a hold of it, like she was kind of like we in charge. get it, we get it, no, we get it. <laughs> she spread her legs, but it's, it's the, the the really erotic sexy part is she bared down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. To control the machine. So not only did she show, I feel okay. okay. I have one more thing to say about it. Not only did she show control over the machine. <laughs> She also had to bear down because she knew it's a give and take relationship. Oh and the God. machine was going to control her yeah. Yeah. and she was up to the task. Do you guys remember the scene where Cindy Lou's dad is wearing a cape and it has breakfast foods all over it? Yeah. I did not notice that. <laughs> 
I'm just changing the subject. <laughs> yeah, no, I figured. I figured. <laughs> oh, I knew what you were doing right away, too. Okay. It was pretty cool. I got the suicide rate in Whoville after Christmas must skyrocket. Oh. Uh, say more. They put so much into this one day. Mm. And like their whole identity is this one day. They live for this one day. That's all they talk about. It's all they do. Now that's all we know. We they might do this for Valentine's Day. We don't know. But I'm pretty sure this is all just Christmas. That after Christmas, everyone gets those blues because there's nothing to look forward to. It's just cold, dark, shitty weather for the next couple months. Nothing really to look forward to. So multiply that by a hundred in Whoville, they must mm-hmm. just off themselves all the time. That makes me sad. <laughs> well, you wanted to change the subject. I could go back to the neurotic gun again, um, but no, no, no. Uh, Cindy Lou uh, was thinking the Grinch was Santa. You know what I mean? And then she's not the smartest. No, but then she says that the Grinch is sweet, and then he like blushes, and that mm-hmm. that is just another example of how you should kill people with kindness because that is ultimately why how the Grinch changed is because mm-hmm. Cindy Lou was so sweet to him. I think he just changed because people didn't scream when they saw him. That was a big part of it. Uh, no, I think the kindness of Cindy Lou, who is, I, I agree with Kate, is that everyone's mean to him and then he gives back meanness and he's so surprised by the kindness of a sweet Cindy Lou that it cures him. It cures him of his Christmas evil. The Grinch, yeah. I, have this, I have this note written, the Grinch is why I'm a therapist. <laughs> see, mm. see, this is, I'm telling you, this is the guy, this is why he's one of my guys. He, they, he does so much for people. Yeah. He's not actually why I'm a therapist, but it's like a good example of why I went into that. Because it's amazing to help people grow and change. And it's such a good metaphor because when his, his heart grows, it's like physically painful. And that is real shit. Because like, as you heal from your own garbage, it's like uncomfortable. Like it's not, it doesn't feel good. And then it feels great. Then you get strong and you can lift a sleigh over your head. Exactly. They, exactly. You can do things you couldn't even imagine possible. Like the mother where she lifts the bus off her baby. That's right. Mm-hmm. But um, the baby is you and you are the mother. Therapy. Yeah. Therapy. The bu- what's the bus? Boom. What's therapy. the bus? What's the, the bus then? The bus is uh, uh, the trauma. Bus is the family. bus is trauma. Yes. That's Family a cop out. That's that's a, that's a therapist way. That's like a coverall saying. Uh, oh, it's drama. What it is? It's addiction. Oh, it's to what? Whatever, whatever your trauma. Is. <laughs> <laughs> addicted to trauma. Um, know what I don't know what I like and know what I don't like. I like when kids' movies put. I don't think this is a kids' movie, by the way. But I like when kids' movies include little adult jokes for the, keep the adults there kind of a little bit entertained. But I don't like when the adults adult jokes are sexual. And this movie had two of them. When the it showed how the babies were delivered to the doors, one guy said, it looks like mm-hmm. your boss. Mm-hmm. And then they had a key party right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't pick up on the swimmer yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah, which is totally so... Like, how do you explain that to your kid? You I, don't. um... This, like, why are they putting keys in a bowl? I don't know, because they're going to fuck each other. You don't want to say that. This, um, I sh- I, I'm tempted to save this for the rating part, but I just feel like I should bring it up now. Is This is a very, uh, one of the most boomery scripts that, that we've encountered so far, where it <laughs> just seems to be geared completely towards boomers. All the references are for boomers, and the jokes are... Uh, 
geared towards boomers. And I didn't like that. I thought that age is like milk. It, it doesn't work. It's an interesting point, Nate. Yes. Is that your Grinch impression? That's my, uh, the, who's the guy, the SNL I guy? Catch a lot. Uh, what's the guy on Saturday Night Live? Well, that's uh, Lord very... Michaels is a Lord. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord Michaels. Lord Michaels. <laughs> oh, that was good. He good. Give me back my tunes. <laughs> the the teacher was hot as well. Kind of hot. Sure. She she moved the needle a little bit. I I don't know I don't know why they did the noses. Like like I think we all could have been okay without any of the nose stuff. No, I like the noses. Like it would have been too sexy. In the Whoville? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the noses. Oh, too sexy. I agree. It would have been too sexy with it with the noses. The noses okay. at least balance it out a bit. Okay. You can't have Christine Baranski grabbing that thing with that with a normal My nose. God. Just looking normal. Okay. Yeah. And the teacher, like she the teacher looked good. Something about her. You know how there's something like not traditional beauty? That was mm-hmm. the teacher. Something I don't know. It was because oh, she was a teacher. The, you you She's the kind of teacher that like looks like buttoned up, and then you see some vacation pics, and you're like, "Wow, yeah. wow, holy yeah, moly!" Like, oh wow, thong bikini. I didn't like, know that. God wow, damn, Mrs. Whatever. Was, yeah, exactly. Nate, you nailed it. It's exactly what it is. That's exactly why I found her attractive. Uh, how embarrassing would it be to be a man that wears curlers in bed, and then like mm. wake up? You're the chief of police or the mayor, and then you like wake up, and everybody sees you have curlers in your hair. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dork. <laughs> Dork. Well, what do curlers do? Just give you curls? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, it's kind of dorkish maneuver. And they had um, a little a little wrap around it. I don't know. Um, now you guys might not know this about me, but I'm a big Seuss guy. I've been a big Seuss guy. Uh, oh, I think we'll be, I think everyone has known that about you. I, I hope so. I hope it comes yeah. across in the, my it day-to-day does. moving it through does. the world that I'm a big Seuss guy. And uh, it does. all of the, the one thing I really didn't like is the writers tried to make up their own Mr. Seuss words. Mm. And it's like, only Seuss can make up funny words. It, can we it, uh, like, give uh, him proper respect? It's Dr. Seuss, not Mr. Right, Seuss. Doctor. Dr. Guy's he didn't go fucking. He, he didn't go to school, rhyme school for seven years. He's all Mister. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, uh, no one should even try it because they. I could tell every single time when it was a modern writer trying to make mm. up a Seuss word. This is don't just don't. He's the guy. He did it. You do your own thing. I have a note about that. There's a word they made up. Slunk. It was slunk. That's that felt like it was in the book. That's a uh. Seuss word. Yeah, yeah, that's a Seuss word because he slinks well, like, like slunk. slunk. Yeah. yeah, slunk is really good, actually. Mm-hmm. But they'll be like, Bram Tamble you later. And it's like, no, don't even fucking try. You can't do <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, don't even try. <laughs> that's fucking, That's very funny to me. You get, yeah, I can see you getting mad about that. Yeah. Like that fucking, what's this fucking amateur hour? And yeah, Bush fucking League. bullshit. <laughs> um, I have something here for Kate. Um. We all his coping mechanisms for trauma are wrong. We agree with that. Well, he avoids. Yeah, that's. But at least he's. But at least he's working through it. Sure. Right. Yes. Yeah, like he he like the yelling and the throwing things and hanging pictures up of the mayor and throwing garbage at it. That's Mm -hmm. at least working through it. That's a good question. Is if if I um, if I I'm I'm going to ask a question. 
I'm going to turn the statement into a question. Uh, if I hate someone, should I uh, pretend that I don't and shove it down to the bottom of my gut? Or should I make a picture and throw trash at it? Well, if I have yeah. to choose between those two things, what should I pick? <laughs> That's exactly, exactly what I mean. Yes. <laughs> Good. She's smart. What's, don't what, give medical advice. What? Good call. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, make them pay for it. Um, I don't know. I feel like him eating glass bottles in bed and throwing garbage at the people he hates he's, is better than he's wallowing, is what that not is. expressing. Yeah, that's, and I feel like that's better than not expressing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the part though, my heart broke. I almost cried when he they were singing the songs and he knew all the words and sang along and he was just by himself with this dog that hates him in the cave. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? My poor heart. Did you see the part where he told the dog he loved it, and then Max ran to him, and then immediately he pushes Max off him? And I was like, "That is a perfect example of an anxious attachment. You love people, and then you push them away." Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, this is a movie that does that. There's a lot to this movie. It Uh, broke my heart. Speaking of a lot, what did you guys think about the Grinch's eyelashes? I loved them so much, and I stared at them through the whole movie. Obsessed. I couldn't take my eyes off them. Couldn't take my eyes off those fluttery lashes. People are trying to get done now. I got people walking around here getting lash appointments left to right. I hate it. The Grinch. They're booking Grinch size lashes. Yeah. What are you getting, the Grinch? Or are you getting? Yeah. Women look bad. Women, listen to me. You don't look as good as you think you do with those caterpillar lashes. Get it together. Uh, I don't know. It kind of works on me. I'm going to be honest. Oh. I see them fluttering things and I go. <laughs> I don't know if I like them or not. Oh. No, I'm just joking. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. God. Big eyelashes oh. and feather earrings. I'm fucking yours. I'm yours. Yeah, Let's go on a date. Martha oh. May. I. Um, he had a sack race with the kids mm-hmm. during the festival and he pushed them out of the way and he won. This brought up this brings up the age old question. Should we let kids win in things? Absolutely not. Should we I let kids win things? Yeah. No. Nope. Like if they're going to a competition with me, should I let them win? Nope. You oh, gotta dunk no. on them. No. I mean it depends. You have to dunk on them so when they do finally win, they feel it. You, you, you gotta this is the only way. Is um they're, like my brother got really good at baseball because I would constantly humiliate him and I'd strike him out and I'd go, you got your swings broke, you're broke, yeah. you're, you can't do shit. And then he started hitting yeah. tanks. He probably felt pretty good. Sitting there taking a shit, thinking for 20 minutes how he's going to hit a pitch. Yeah, Ex- yeah. yeah. What, what I, part of the movie does this refer to? I am confused. They During the, the Christmas festival where he's the, the, the cheermeister, they were having a, a, a sack race, and he's with kids, and he, uh, he hip checks a bunch of kids, and he wins. And I'm thinking, oh, that's the way to do it. For sure. Um, there's a famous story of a football player, Cardell Jones, who this kid was in the hospital and wanted to get visited by him. But Cardell went and visited the kid, and they played NCAA football on the Xbox. And Cardell <laughs> Jones, like, crushed him, like, 48-10. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. And I was like, yeah, damn right. Um, that's what you're gonna do. That's a better story than oh, because the kid knows some like in the back of their head. The kid knows that you let them win. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe you should. We should ask. Like, do you do you really want me to play, or do you want me to, you know, 
loosen up on there's you. There's only one way to do it. If the kid asks you to do something, you do it and you destroy them. If you ask the kid to do something and you destroy them, you're a weirdo. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We agree that. on that. Yeah, I'd agree with like that. Like, if I'm just like waiting for a six year old to ask me to play Xbox, I'm you're like, like hey, yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's fucking put NHL in. But yeah, next thing you know, I'm ripping fucking heaters from the blue line. It's like mm-hmm. seven nothing first period. Mm-hmm. Then I'm a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but if that kid's talking shit and saying, yeah, let's play and let's play Madden, I'm like, okay. I'm doing fucking onside kicks. I'm throwing bubble screens, flea wheel flickers. shark plays, flea flickers, four verts. <laughs> I'm pulling all the stops out. I'm going to try to injure players. So, yeah, it's, just, so it's, it makes sense that the Grinch is one of your favorite characters because he is a great example of like going hard. Like he's going to be the best at being bad. And like, oh, I think we can all agree the Grinch goes hard. Yeah. And he I was his whole heart and soul into hating. And he got moths to eat the stockings, which to me is one of my favorite little details. That It's like, like getting pigs to eat a dead body. Exactly, There's no evidence. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you, unless they had a ring camera, which they don't, there's no way they can prove that he stole the stockings. Mm-hmm. And then there's a giant vacuum that like sucks everything up. And yeah. that is also from the office. Uh, where the old boss creates the suck it, which picks up toys. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think that's a real thing, even though the media would have us believe that it could be. The suction power just doesn't exist on this earth. They're lying to us. The science doesn't hold up. The, yeah. The only people who have that technology powerful. is the military, and they are not letting it go. Exactly. It's, it could create a black hole. I get it. Um <laughs> Uh, the tree going up in flames that reminded me exactly of the the bomb going off in Oppenheimer. Oh, <laughs> that's what it made me think of. I was like, wow, that's two iconic images right there in film. Also, right after that, their little they have those little tiny cars, and it hit a a uh, water. What do you know? Uh, fire spout. Fire hydrant. Thank fire you. Fire spout. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. God, I'm losing my words. Getting dementia. Fire spout, fire spout is, is going to make me laugh a lot. Sorry. Uh, fire hydrant. And then so it lights on fire. And then there's a moment where the Grinch runs away like Tom Cruise. And that mm-hmm. is also one of my favorite scenes. Very funny. <laughs> my favorite things that he says is that he's going to um, throw up and then he's going to die. <laughs> I love that. Uh, he, he, he even makes it like inconvenient to die. Someone that cleaned up his throw up. Um, and I was very mad in the school scenes where the mayor was being mean to the young Grinch. Yeah. Yeah. The mayor's um, a bitch. Yeah. And they like called him Harry and then it forced the Grinch to go home and shave. However, the line delivery the next day of, from that kid actor i don't know who who it was but when he said um what a hack job that line fucking killed <laughs> i i don't like being making fun of the grinch but that was a good line and the mm-hmm. kid delivered perfectly you gotta hand it to him yeah look at that hack job <laughs> fucking got his ass got his fucking green little bastard he got him did you guys like how cindy lou's dad uh like she kept telling everyone like 
this is not what Christmas is. And like, we can still have Christmas spirit. And it took a middle-aged white man to stand up Mm -hmm. so people would hear the true news about the spirit of Christmas from his daughter. And that scene was interesting because I was literally picking up my pen to write down that Cindy Lou, whose dad is a little bitch because he wasn't defending her. And as I was about to write, then he finally steps up to defend her. Like, about time, guy. About time. (laughs) She's been complaining about it for days. I think it's, I think this is what society needs more of is middle-aged white men. Yeah. Standing up. Okay. Giving their opinion yeah. on important subjects. In I'm getting the world. hyped. I feel like yeah, I'm watching NASCAR right now. More Woo! white men telling people what to do. Yeah. That's what this country needs. The white men will be heard. <laughs> uh, Not all white men. <laughs> if uh, if my girl left me for the Grinch, I'd delete myself 100%. Like, there's nothing in this world that could take me out harder than that. I would respect it more really? than I would myself. totally get it. I'd be like, yeah, no, I get it. Too. I get it. It's Mm-mm. obvious that Martha May is a freak. She has a kink. And we're not going to start kink shaming on this show, are we? Because if we no, are, let me know. You can't come back for, from that. You just can't. If uh, that's the end of your ego, you could go to, uh, you could, you could resurrect Freud and do a thousand uh Freudian therapy sessions and you'd, your ego would never return because the Grinch <laughs> it, it would have stepped on it with his fuzzy green foot. and smushed oh. it. No, she's just a furry. That's all it is. She has a mm-hmm. furry fetish. Mm-hmm. I she bet wants he's to get got a, down by the Grinch. I was going to say, okay. I wonder if his uh, you know genitals it yeah. are gener- different. Yeah, yeah. They're, different? They're, it's, it's green and fuzzy. It is. It has to be. It just oh, simply must. What if it's not? What if it's like normal male? Even worse. I have to dig out my picture of Shrek I found. No. Nude Shrek. I don't (laughs) need it. Kate, I'm asking. probably. This is a workplace request. (laughs) Don't you send me that picture. Don't you send it to me. HR is going to get involved. Don't you send me that Shrek dick. (laughs) I'm HR too, by the way. Oh, my God. I feel, ah, now I'm thinking about the Grinch's. I think he keeps, no, it's a mess down there, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Doesn't bother Martha May. Look, takes all kinds, right? Guarantee says freaky shit too, like you may and stuff like that when they're having sex. <laughs> mm. I found it. Send it. <laughs> Might as well wall- send it. Well, no, no. It's no. Her fa- it's her wallpaper, yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Look at it. <laughs> it's um, darker than the rest of them too. Which is nice. Okay. I mean, I have to. He's he's hanging. Oh, no. Hanging brain. Hanging brain. Shrek. Oh, no. Oh, no. Full swell. Oh, my God. Oh, there's nothing funnier. It is time for the official The Grinch Quiz or The Grinch Quiz, whatever you go by. Um, typical, not typical Brett rules. We got eight questions this week. Threw in an extra question. Threw in an extra question. Question. Um, question number one. They have an official countdown timer for Christmas that goes off every minute. When the movie starts and they show the timer for the very first time, how much time was there until Christmas? 
your options are three days, 17 hours and 32 minutes, three days, 23 hours and 17 minutes, three days, 12 hours, 23 minutes, or three days, 12 hours, 32 minutes. Who's first? Uh, we're going to go with Nate this week. Uh, I'm going to go three days, 23 hours and 17 minutes. Okay. I'm going with whatever B is. Yeah, same as uh, three days, 23 hours and 17 minutes. Same as Nate. Um, the correct answer is three days, 17 hours and 32 minutes. He's heating up. Oh, so we're both wrong. That's the official. So you're both wrong. Brent's, Brent's on, the, on board. the board. Brent's number one. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Question number two. Um, he shot garbage into the machine. Remember that? Mm-hmm. To get rid of the garbage. And the machine had various cogs, gears, and gauges. The gauges on the machine were going which direction? There was two of them. Clockwise, counterclockwise. One clockwise, one counter. One clockwise, and the other one was broke. Ooh. This is an excellent question. You uh, first, Kate. I am going to say opposites. There's one going one way, one going the other way. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's very tempting answer. But I'm going to go one was broken. Okay. There were two gauges indicating various readings on his garbage machine. One was going clockwise, and the other was going counterclockwise. One of each. Catherine. Catherine is back. Catherine. She's on the board. Question two to Catherine. Question number three. Martha May, as a child in school, had an interesting hair design. What was her hair shaped into? Mm. Was it ABC? One, two, three. Ho, ho. Or who? As in Whoville. Mm. All plausible. All very plausible. All plausible. And uh, the person that has to answer is Nate first. Mm. I'm going to say ABC. Okay. I'm going to say one, two, three. Martha May had a hair design full of braids, and those braids were shaped into the letters A, B, and C. This is annihilated. Whoa! No! We got a three-way tie. We got a three-way tie. Three questions, three-way tie. That's This is how we know that we're brothers. And we don't Uh, weigh anything. Question four. We're fat boys. But the fat boys are back. <laughs> and you know, that'll never be whack. Um, <clears throat> Kate, to throw us off the scent of Martha May with her legs open and bared down with that gun. What? Brought up, listen, brought up how the father wore a festive cape. Mm-hmm. If you notice that they all wore these festive um, articles of clothing, and they've multiple shots of the town chef. What dessert was on the chef's hat? Was it croissants? Slices of pie? Donuts? Or cupcakes? I'm going to say croissant. 
Ooh. Yep. Now, Brent did use the word dessert in the question, and I don't consider croissant a dessert. So I'm going to knock that one out. I'm going to say, I'm going to choose my favorite of the choices, even though it might be incorrect. I'm going to say pie. It was Christmas pie. Okay. If you don't consider croissant a dessert, you're a crazy person. Um, but that's not the right answer either. One, and it's not pie, it's donuts. donuts. Chef had donuts on his hat. He's heating up. Croissant I just want to say it is uh, no, it's not a dessert. If I go to someone's house and they're like, time for dessert, and then they bring me a fucking plain <laughs> croissant, I'm gonna say, get the it, I'm, I'm gonna talk shit. I'm just gonna talk shit. You talk all shit. It's a, a flaky buttery pastry. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's dessert where I come from. Yeah, Brent's like, time for dessert. Uh, I'm going to eat some Triscuits. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) We have four (laughs) questions to go, and I'm winning. In the song where they make fun of the Grinch with all the insults. Um, It reminds me of a very funny tweet that says the owns in the Grinch song are fucking devastating. Yes. It's because they are. Yeah, One of the best tweets. (laughs) Yep. How long is the poll? They wouldn't use to touch the Grinch with? Is it 29 and a half feet? 49 and a half feet? 39 and a half feet? Or just 29 feet? My turn or his turn? Uh, it is your it's turn. My turn. No, his yeah, turn. It's my turn. Yeah. Uh, I, I know it's one of two. Uh, I wouldn't I'm singing it in my head. I'm singing it in my head. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with my first instinct 29 and a half feet. Okay. That is also what I'm choosing. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. Ah, ah, no! I, I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide. Oh, no. no. Gone to head. Travis Gone to head. If I didn't do the quiz, I would have said 29 and a half foot too. It just sounds mm-hmm. right. But it's actually. Yeah, yeah, it really does. In the song, but I 39. Just, mm, mm. 39. There was a part of me. And the, the, the Owens are absolutely devastating. Just, and no one's ever For been sure. wrecked more yeah. in a song. Like like Tupac and Biggie, those songs they wrote about each yeah. other, ain't got shit it's on the this Grinch song. Original maybe diss the, track. Maybe the Scrooged one. No. Scrooged one. Oh, no. Second place. I would give Scrooge second place because it's up there. It's up there. But this is, Scrooge is like, it's whimsical. It's fun. They're being mean, but not too mean. The Grinch songs are like, they're literally trying to hurt him. They're, if mm-hmm. they're trying to hurt the Grinch with their words. Let's mm. let's just go. Let me uh, pick out uh, a couple of good e uh, a good burns they use in the song. Charming guys an eel. Oh, uh, you're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Termites mm-hmm. in your smile. You're a seasick crocodile. No, there's a. It's even worse. They say if I had to choose between you and a seasick crocodile, I'd choose the seasick crocodile. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Listen to this. Listen to this core verse. You're a monster. Your heart's an empty hole. You're a goner. You got garlic in your soul. Oh, garlic in your soul. Damn. Uh, God his ass. Yeah, your skin is all green. His teeth are all yellow. And in brackets, you like they got him. <laughs> they, you can't. You can't come back from that. Yeah, you can't. Uh, so the update of the score is three one one for uh, Mr. Grinch here. We have two questions left, so you guys are going to have to. Uh, no, three questions left. Um, there's a scene when he's stealing Christmas, 
And the famous line from the movie was they had sugar plums dancing in their head. How many sugar plums did he steal? Mm. How many were dancing in that young child's head that he stole? Your options Mm. are four, six, five, or nine. I'm going to say five. I'm going to say it was four sugar plums. That child was very excited about Christmas morning. They were dreaming about sugar plums and they were dancing. How many do you say? The answer is five. Kate keeps herself alive. If she goes the next two, I'm alive. If she wins the next two questions, she wins the quiz. Not no no pressure. The very end of the movie, the Grinch decides he has to go and return all the presents that he stole because he ruined Christmas. He's dressed as Santa Claus, full outfit on, belt included. What hole? Does he have his belt buckle through? Is it the fourth, the sixth, the fifth, or the third? Uh, I think the classic belt hole is the third belt hole. I think that's old faithful, so I'm going third belt hole. Okay. I was also going to go with the third butthole. Ooh, you said Ooh. butthole. Nice. <laughs> Cheeky. Cheeky. <laughs> Um, you guys are assuming the Grinch got a lot, a little more weight on than what we think. He's actually in the fifth hole. He's got that thing cinched up. He's on fire. Damn it. He needs performance. He needs that thing tight, tight. Um, fifth. He's getting ready to lift some weights. Yeah, exactly. He's got to be lifting sleds and he's lifting little girls up. He's lifting presents. He needs that thing tight. Last question, Kate, you need this one to tie. No, no, ah. you, you, you got this. You got this one's just for uh, academics. She can't win. No, you're up four two. Oh yeah, yeah, she got it wrong. <laughs> Suck. How many legs does a roast beef have? <laughs> Sorry, how many legs does a roast beast have? There you go. He carved it up at the end of the movie. There's legs there. How many? Is it four, six, eight, or ten? I'm going. I can't. I can't see it in my head. I would like to think it's more than four, so I'm going to go six. Yeah, I was going to go six too. That's what I'm going with. A roast beast. We have no idea what kind of animal it is. It's just a beast, but it has eight legs. We know that. He's on fire. Eight legs. Oh, Fucking destroyed. Absolutely destroyed. Like it's an insect. Destroyed, it's a you guys. And it's only fitting that I win the Grinch quiz. Only fitting. Yeah. I think that's three yeah. of the last four quizzes. Two by one. So we got a little dynasty going here. Well, it was a wonderful quiz, and uh, you don't, you absolutely crushed us. Uh, if we were handing out medals for the quiz, you would certainly get the gold medal for the quiz. Would you guys like to hand out some medals for this movie? Yes, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Bronze medal. I always make you go first, so I'll start this week. I gave my bronze medal to returning champion Sir Anthony Hopkins Tone Hops as the narrator gets my bronze medal. Hmm. My bronze medal is going to Cindy Lou Who herself, Taylor Momsen, who is now into dark stuff. But uh, Taylor Momsen singing that Where Are You Christmas? Oh, my Lord. Bronze. Darling. Excellent. Um, Darling child. My bronze is going to Molly Shannon. Oh, Molly not Shannon. enough for her. Yeah. I wish they gave her more. She was Betty Lou Who, and she did a great job trying to give, um, she just reminded me of like, 
a mom trying to do it all, you know, for their family. She reminded me of a female yeah. Clark Griswold. And okay. so Molly gets my uh, bronze medal. Uh, I gave my silver to Cindy Lou Who, Taylor Momsen, um, Tinker Daughter Father. Um, <laughs> I gave this good. I was like, hmm, I get it now. She, yeah, there's a lot of parts in this movie actually that required more acting than they usually ask from a six year old child. And she's totally up for it. She's totally up for it the whole time. And she almost made me cry at one moment. I can't remember exactly when that was, but there she said something. I was like, oh, my heart. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, got to give it to Taylor Momsen. Yeah, I'm also giving my silver sword to cut you off there, Kate, but Taylor Momsen, she gets my silver as well. She uh, she did a good job with the she had the big fake teeth in. And mm-hmm. Those were so cute. Yeah, and I think she did. She uh, roasted that girl's ass, Moonchild, in the um the Never Ending Story. Remember, she Never Ending Story. She had a lisp with her teeth in. Taylor Momsen mm. had these big ass Brent teeth, and she still did it. You still Brent, Brent teeth. teeth. <laughs> Brent's got a little hoo tooth. I going. got a little hoo tooth. Oh. Takes oh. the tongue a little. My mile. No, go ahead. Oh. Um, I don't. Want- I have. I know you're, but you guys remember that episode we talked about? Never in a story. You guys were making fun mm-hmm. of uh, uh, fucking Bastion Face Bucks about him calling the the. Thing Moonchild, and you should have said. And you guys are like, oh, we sh- they should have named it after his mother, and that would have made sense. His mother's what was name was Moonchild. No, I, I think Ray, I think Ray was just joking. Oh, oh. Well, I don't. I, I, I thought he was I, I think Ray was just making a funny joke. Oh well, as a person that runs with things, I don't think that's very fair, of Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to apologize, Ray, for drinking yeah. bread, like and me. I thought he was. I, d- I was ready to get your you ass for two three weeks. Thought, yes. You two thought that Bastion's mother, human mother in the planet Earth, that her name was Moonchild. Yes. Well, they said that she was a hippie. So I was like, That's, I don't know. <laughs> I 100% thought it and would have said it. You know what? It will be really funny if I'm wrong and it, and it's like turns out that Ray was completely serious. That is in the book. And I'm just like, no. Incredulous. It can't be. It couldn't be. I guess we'll find out. Uh, okay. My silver goes to, and I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear it. Uh, it's going to Christine Baranski, who is one of my favorite actresses. And I have just got done finishing the second season of The Gilded Age, in which she stars. And mm. she is very good in. So. Mm-hmm. She's also in a lot of legal dramas. And she's always, she makes a real good lawyer. She's good as hell as a lawyer. Yes, I'm into her. And she's 71. So she was in her 50s when she was shooting that gun. No comment. Good honor. Good honor. Good, honor. Yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah, nothing else to say. Nothing. Just good honor. I think I said what I had to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I gave my gold medal to Big Jim. Big Jim Carrey, Canadian hero. Yep. Uh, he got, the, got too famous. It makes you go crazy yeah. disease. And I feel really bad for him. Him and Will Smith both got the same, got too famous, makes you go crazy disease. Tom Cruise got that a bit as well. Uh, if you get too famous, you go crazy. Yep. And uh, that's kind of sad. But uh, 
his performance is <laughs> incredible. He's he is a living cartoon and probably one of the greatest comedic performers in the last I don't know, 50 years, something like that. I completely agree. He also got my gold. Just an outstanding performance. So fun to watch. Like, just excellent. Yeah, he gets my gold. Canadian. Nice to see Canadian get the gold. Um, He smiles at the camera at one time. And you can tell that his smile in real life is just as good as the makeup they put on him. Mm -hmm. For the Grinch. Mm -hmm. Um, He was excellent. He was very funny in it. And it's, it's like... However, I feel like I don't know how to describe this. You know how everybody that plays the Joker wins an Oscar? Mm-hmm. Everybody that plays the Grinch mm-hmm. should win an Oscar, too. Oh, I agree. I bet I bet whoever won that year, I bet this performance is better than that performance. Yeah, like you got to be like a super, what's that they say they go into, like they play the character all the time. You know, Daniel Day-Lewis. Method actors. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do that if I was the Grinch. But yeah, gold medal for the Grinch. Tony Hopkins probably won the Oscar this year for like Super Mario Brothers 3 or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, how would you like to give this movie a rating, you guys? I would. Let's do it. would you guys give the script for this movie? I love this movie. I like it and I love it. I want some more of it. I'm giving this script a 10 because I think it's fun. That's a good country song too. What you just said. Thank I you. like it. I love it. I want some more of it. You give it a 10. I give it a, I think they fumbled the bag a little bit. I give it a nine. Mm-hmm. I feel like they tried to, it should have been just about the heist, not the other stuff, the Christmas cheer stuff. No, it has to have heart. You don't get it. Get out of here. Listen, there's one thing I get. It's the Grinch. I'm going to give it an eight. I think uh, the script is the weakest part of this movie. Like I said, there's a lot of uh, references that were old in the year 2000 and 23 years later are even more dated. Uh, I don't, I agree with Brent. I don't like the sex stuff. Come on. Don't fuck around with my Grinch with your uh, sex jokes. And uh, I don't it, think there were that many. Listen, it's literally rated. PG. We know that he's throwing down in the bedroom. We don't need to be reminded of it. We know the Grinch is getting it. <laughs> we know. If you anybody's have, getting you have to it, throw it in our it's face. It's the Grinch. He's got the hottest woman in Whoville. They're holding on to that gun thinking of him. We know the Grinch mm-hmm. gets it. We don't need to be so, told. Yeah. I give it an eight. Uh, but a category that I'm going to give a very high score to is art direction. I'm going to go right ahead, start us off. This gets a 10. It's an obvious 10. It's uh, cogs, gears, steam, pulleys, levers, uh, dials, uh, gauges, everything that I love, inventions, uh, the costume and the makeup are insane, but incredible. And I think it won an Oscar for makeup, I'm pretty sure. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's a 10. It's an easy 10. 
Yeah, I it's a ten, obviously. Oh, ten for the noses, the gogs, the the the, the Grinch suit alone is a ten. It, it had yak hair. That was uh, the hair of a yak. Really? Mm. Individually stitched. It took months to make the Grinch costume. You imagine they every that single thing? yak hair. I'd wear that oh, so much. Imagine what that thing smells like. Oh, like a wet muppet. Ugh, like a yak. <laughs> Like a wet Muppet. <laughs> Muppet. Uh, the music for this movie. What would you guys give the music for this movie? I liked the music a lot. I don't think there's a banger, oh, but I love... Is there a banger? Oh, we talked about it in the quiz. I don't remember. I well, must give, have not been listening. Give your score. <laughs> I give it a nine. Okay. It's a 10. Bangers up and down, Ooh. left to right. You're being one Mr. Grinch is the bangus banga song of all bangers. It's a, the original oh. dish track. It's the original fucking... I don't know what's the other word for dish track. It's the battle rap. It's they, they, they Nailed it. Dish track, 10. Uh, the music for this movie gets a 7. Absolutely. And would love to flip over my laptop right now. <laughs> it uh it really suffers from the original existing and having some of the, my most favorite music to ever listen to in my whole entire life. The original score is sung by a guy named Thurl T H U R L Ravenscroft. Mm. Thurl Ravenscroft, okay? Is it Laszlo's cousin? Uh, I don't know what that means, but it was funny. <laughs> no, Laszlo Ravenscroft oh, from that his, What We Do no, in the Shadows. Is that his, his last no, name, Ravenscroft? It's Cravensworth. It's Cravensworth. Yeah. Oh, Cravensworth. <laughs> uh, and the Grinch song in this one I found super annoying. That's where all the points get docked, where... Uh, Jim Carrey is singing the Grinch song in this, and he's doing all kinds of silly voices, and he's being such a little ham. And it's a it's a serious song, it's a serious work a composition, and it deserved more respect than he gave it seven. I don't, I can't I, listen. It's one of my favorite songs ever, and it is ruined in this movie. But I can't give it anything but a ten because it's my favorite song from the movie. But you're right about Jim Carrey ruining it. During my research, I uh, learned a little bit about a song called Grinch 2000 that was included on the soundtrack, which is a rap song about the Grinch written by Buster Rhymes featuring Jim Carrey as the Grinch rapping along with Buster Rhymes. It's truly one of the worst songs I've oh, ever heard in my entire yeah. life. What I, the I hell? I've never even heard that. It's, uh, I can't wait to listen to it. Every holiday season while we was young, growing up, everything be cool and Mr. Grinch show up. Always plotting and scheming to ruin everybody. Holiday season and never had a justifiable reason. I am the real one. They call me the Grinch. I tried to live with the given, but it was making me wish. I sing happy kids with gifts. Merry Christmas, they shouted. I stole the gifts and there was nothing anyone could do about it. <laughs> um, The theme of this movie. It is a Christmas fantasy comedy. It's got to be Christmassy. It's got to be funny. And it's got to have some fantasy. What would you rate this movie as that? Christmas fantasy comedy? Mm-hmm. I love this movie. I'll say it again. I'm giving it a 10. Oh, it's a 10. It's, it's Christmas. It's fantasy, obviously. And there's lots of laughs. 10. 
Uh, I got to give it a 10. It's Christmassy as fuck. It is a wonderful fantasy. He lives, he's a Grinch. No one have ever heard of a Grinch before this guy. Uh, that's pretty fantastic, if you ask me. And uh, Jim Carrey is, like I said, one of the funniest, best comedic performers ever. It's got to be a 10. Got to be right. a 10. Uh, Damn right. If you had a friend who's like, man, my favorite genre of movie is Christmas fantasy comedies. Uh, how much would you recommend this movie to that friend? I would recommend it a 10. I'm going to agree with you, Kate. You got to see it. You have you to gotta see watch it. it. It's you so just, you got to see it. But who hasn't seen the Grinch? Like to me, I look at this questions like, Oh, I love like the cartoon, the Grinch, the original. And it's like, okay, well, should I recommend this? And I don't, I don't recommend this to the original. Uh, you say an eight. Okay. Cause I do agree. Like compared to the original, it, is a bad comparison because the original Grinch has better music, better rhymes, mm-hmm. better roasts, better dog work. Yeah. Oh, because I watch immediately after I finish this movie, I put on the other one. Me too. And I, it, it's it's an actual masterpiece. Uh-huh. It's directed by the best Bugs Bunny director. The animation is <laughs> incredible. Sixty fucking years later, it's it's a masterpiece. Is but I still yeah, I gave it a ten still because. If you hadn't seen this, you got to watch it. You got to see Jim in his little suit. Best Bugs Bunny director. Yeah, Chuck Jones, baby. <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny. It's funny. Um, I can't do it. I can't disrespect the original like it is. So okay. I give it an eight. Let me get a total score for us here. This movie gets a 46.9. 46.9. I think it's it's hard to mess up the story of the Grinch. I think if you just follow the basic framework of the Grinch, you're always going to get a, a, a movie that's in the 45 area. Uh, Did better than Home Alone. Ooh, wow. Yep. Wow. He's more iconic than Kevin McAllister. He's more iconic than Kevin McAllister. Yeah, for sure. Is. It's the Grinch. I mean, he's a fucking legend. So... Listen, we I, rated the Muppet Christmas Carol the highest out of the four holiday films this month. I completely agree with that. It's the it's the finest film out of the four movies that we watched for sure. I agree. All around, overall, yeah, I agree with that. I'm happy where everything shook uh, out. I'm quite happy with how Christmas month went, and now I'm very excited to hear how our first month of 2024 is going to go. Brent, why don't you tell us? what our theme is for next month. Excited. If you guys were going to set me up on a date with one of you, with one of your sisters, okay. say, how, what's, a, what's, what's something I, you would tell them about me? Like he really enjoys what? I'd say what wrestling. Say? That's up there. He likes okay. wrestling. What about Kate? Uh, he's good at writing jokes. Uh, okay. That's nice. Uh, both didn't hit the right answer. Okay. Um, <laughs> what, January is for it's for giving thanks. Uh, okay. And how do you spell thanks? T H A N K S. Thanks. Can I put it? Yeah, it's T Hanks. Chris or January is for thanks. T Hanks. You tell your sisters that his favorite actor is Tom Hanks. I'm so excited. So we're having Tom Hanks month. You pick your favorite Tom Hanks oh, movie. Yay. And whatever you want out of the 95 of them. And we watch There's it. There's 95 ta- of them? That's what IMDb says. And that's a pretty, <gasps> pretty good source, I would say. 
Um, and what's the other thing you would tell um, your your sisters about me? He's a what? He, he he's a he's a actor. He's no. a, he's a Sagittarius. I just guessed one. No, we're talking about me. Oh, Not Tom. I'm he, a Cancer. Okay. okay. No, you, no, no, no. You wouldn't tell them that. Well, that's uh, he's they said I'm a Sagittarius. I don't want to. Yeah, no, no. It's funny. It was kind of well, funny though because that word means two things. So I just let it hang, even though I knew what you meant. I was like, it's funnier just to let him cancer. say that he's no, a Cancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is good. Um. I remind me never to talk you up to your sisters, by the way. I I love to give thanks. I'm Tom Hanks is my favorite actor, and I'm an ally. So my uh, movie is going to include everybody. Tom Hanks and the women were watching A League of Their Own. Oh, yay! Yes, I fucking... There's no crying in baseball. There's none. I fucking love this movie, Brent. I can't wait to watch I it I know you, you guys. do. Oh, I Madonna, love this movie as well. baby. Rosie O'Donnell, baby. What happens at some point in the game? You know, my shirt flies open and my boobs come out. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Madonna's in it. We got Gina Davis, Lori Petty, Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks okay. month. We're giving thanks. To Tom Hanks. I'm that's great. so excited. I'm really looking forward to that. So that's what we're going to watch next week. A League of Their Own. Uh... And I guess that means all that's left to do is say goodnight, Kate. Merry Christmas to all. And to all, see you next year. Happy New Year, Kate. This summer, Tom Hanks is managing the Rockford Peaches. Are you crying? There's no crying in baseball. Or are they managing him? Let's get something started. On a on the field. Tom Hanks. Gina Davis. Madonna. <laughs> A League of Their Own, directed by Penny Marshall, rated PG. Hey, who's the manager? I am! Special sneak preview Saturday at select theaters. Now I'm going to Google Nude Grinch.